0: If we look at this in so sort of through a wider lens and look at the, the CBI space in general, obviously it's been subject to quite a lot of criticism from certain corners, and the media has a, a confusing tendency to paint it in a, a negative light. And perhaps as a result of that public slash political pressure, we've seen some programs disappear or evolve. I'm thinking of Cyprus, which kind of disappeared and the pressure being put on Portugal. uh, As a result, you know, they've made it less attractive than it was previously and and so on. What, What do you think of that wider trend? In general, and then specifically, do, how do you see it? Because it it must impact, but how do you see it impacting your particular jurisdictions in the medium to long term?
1: Um, I mean, mm-hmm. with any immigration program,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you run the risk of it changing, of evolving regulations, tax wise, banking wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're all sovereign countries, free to make their own rules and laws. So. Mm-hmm. You know, with with any immigration program, it's always, if you have an opportunity to do it and it's something you want to do, it's something you should take advantage of in the present. It's -hmm. not something you should delay one year, two years or five years, waiting and hoping it will still be there. It's always something you Mm -hmm. take advantage of immediately. And Cyprus is the perfect example. Uh, You know, I know there were many people who had even begun the Cyprus process, but weren't able to complete it because the program had shut um, abruptly.
0: Mm -hmm. Three yeah.
1: weeks, the heads up was given and that was it. So, um, you know, there will always be pressure on the programs, um, politically and internationally, but it's also something that you need to recognize that is not only done by the Caribbean, it, they just do it in a different way, where you get a direct citizenship. Uh, you know, Cyprus did it in the same way, Malta did it in a similar way. Um, you know, the U.S., ultimately does it in a similar way with EB-5, whereas they just give you residency and then you, you earn it. You know? So the Caribbean understands and appreciates that maybe people can't live there to meet mm-hmm. the residency requirement. Yeah. So there needs to be, again, something that they they have to do to make the programs be able to be sold and, and, and mm-hmm. be attractive to investors. Yeah. Uh, and that is then to therefore reduce the residency requirement as might, you know, might be available in, in Portugal or, or, or Greece for these places where people might actually conceivably can live. Um, and not to say you cannot live in the Caribbean, but the markets for doing business are a lot smaller in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the access to certain infrastructure, different things are not as available as in larger countries in Europe. So um, yes, the pressure is always going to be there, um, mm-hmm. but, that um, I believe the integrity of the programs will be able to be kept up by the due diligence standards to make it almost a, a moot point. Um, mm. In that, you know, if we can let in only quality people to our programs, that will uphold the you know international values. That will you know not cause uh, negative influences in, in, in Europe or UK with the visa free access that kind of thing. Um, there's absolutely no reason why the programs can't continue. Um, and I think there's a very bright outlook for the the, the short to medium to long-term uh, viability of the program because they do mm-hmm. provide a good uh, economic uh, lifeline. I wouldn't even say lifeline, but uh, pathway for the government. And once it's managed to do the international standards of due diligence, which it currently is, mm-hmm. um, Always improving their due diligence, which is very important to note. They really um, mm-hmm. they strive to keep up with the latest international security norms, um, mm-hmm. to get advice from all the agencies they can in terms of improving the the programs, because they want to keep the standard and they want to keep the programs you know beneficial to the country, beneficial to investors, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. also happy uh, or, or, or beneficial in the eyes of, of the EU and the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I I see there is always pressure pressure will always come in different forms especially mm-hmm. the uh, these smaller countries that have been considered as tax havens like Vanuatu and, and and going on um, mm-hmm. and might be you know tax pressures um, but these can be mitigated uh, by putting the right policies in place and I believe the government's uh, mm-hmm are flexible enough and really are smart enough to, to be able to work with their counterparts to ensure that everyone, you know, meets their objectives. Please subscribe, like, share, and comment below. Our books and upcoming events are available at htj.text. Email us at help at
0: to engage us to advise on international tax or business matters.